what's in a name? Parents have the great privilege when their child is about to be born to choose their name, the name that will be with them for the rest of their life. And parents pore over baby name books trying to find just the perfect name for their child. And they treasure it and they most of the time keep it secret and hidden until the day that the child is born and then the great reveal on what this child will be named. And even when parents bring their child to the church to be baptized, before we can even give the child the gift of eternal life through the sacrament of baptism, the first part of the sacrament is the priest asks the parents, what name have you given your child? That we can't move forward in the sacrament until we know the name of this child. And on this feast of the nativity of St. John the Baptist, the gospel is all centered around this naming of John. And I can promise you, whenever you hear the scriptures, if somebody is named, it's important. The name has meaning. It has purpose. And especially if you hear a genealogy of where they come from, pay attention. But what is this name given to John and why all of this confusion? Well, as we still sometimes see in families, a name is carried forward. The idea was that the name of the father would be carried forward through the son. And so Zechariah should have been the name of John, Zechariah Jr. But why did the Lord give another name? Well, the name Zechariah means God remembered. But the name John means God has favored him. There's a shift that happens. Zechariah, God remembered, God has remembered what he has promised. But in John, he's moving things forward. God has favored him. Because in our life, we have to know where we're from if we really want to know where we're going. If we don't know where we're from, we start to lose our way. And in part, that's tied up with our name. But the challenge is, is that what happens nowadays with the naming of a child is that parents start to look for the most unique possible name. How can we make our child different from everyone else? And there's nothing objectively wrong with that. But what happens, what can happen, is that the child isn't tied to the tradition and the roots that they come from when they have no name that links them to their heritage, to their faith. They are just an individual, and their life becomes about independence. Because a name has meaning. That's why people say, well, you don't look like a Christopher. Because a name shapes us. And so if the name of a child becomes all about individuality, then so will their life. And none of us strive for that. Quebec, when it was at the height of its Catholicity, every male child, their first name, had to have Joseph or Peter or John. And then another name attached to it. My grandpa was Joseph Gerard. My uncle is John Francis. 
And every woman, every girl, had to have the name Mary first, and then another name to follow, because of the tie to the faith. And my grandma tells me the story that she got in trouble with the priest when she was naming her youngest daughter, my aunt, because she was going to name her Catherine, which is a very Christian name, but she was going to change the spelling to make it different. And for the priests, that was removing it from the long tradition of this saint, the roots. Because to know where we're going, we have to have an idea of where we come from. And that doesn't necessarily mean that it's a great idea and revelation that this is perfect and everything of where I come from is good. But where we come from points to where we're going. And we see that in the birth of John the Baptist. Because what is pointed to in this gospel is that God is saying, yes, John, you are son of Zechariah and Elizabeth, but your life isn't tied up in being their son. Your life is tied up in being the messenger of my son. You are the favored one who comes before the anointed one, the Christ. John's roots, where he comes from, is a miracle child born of elderly parents by the grace of God. And where he comes from points to where he's going, the one who will herald Christ. Because what every one of us wants in our life is to be known. We want to be known and we want to be loved. That's why our name is so important, because it's so tied up with who we are that calling somebody by their name is important. We don't just say, hey you, because we know that if somebody hasn't taken the time to even know our name, they definitely don't know us. So they can't love us. But to know a name, which is why even our name sometimes takes on a different form for people who love us intimately, so that our name becomes something unique and personal just between lovers. Because a name means something. And it tells us who we are and where we're going. We're tied up in that. The psalm that we had today is probably my favorite psalm. And if you listen to the words as we sang, Lord, you search me and you know me. You knit me together in my mother's womb. And I praise you for I am wonderfully made. I actually like another translation of that line. Lord, I praise you for the wonder of my being. Because our name means something, but where we come from comes from even before our name. We are known even before we are given our name. And who we are known by tells us where we are going. This is what we need to remember. Because when John starts his message, when John starts his mission from God, what is his message? The baptism of repentance. Repentance, which means to turn back. Which is a reminder to all of us that before we move forward, there's always a turning back to where we've come from. It's part of the gift of the sacrament of confession. Part of what confession brings us is it brings us back to the gift of our baptism. 
we are saved, we are forgiven, we are washed clean from sin in baptism. And confession turns us back to that. We turn back to where we've come from so that we can then move forward to where we're going. We are called by name. God knows us before we even know him because we are fearfully and wonderfully made by him. He has knit us together. He knows us in our inward parts. That is his gift to us. And so if we find ourselves at a place in our life where we go, I don't know where to go next. Things seem to be falling apart. What do I do with my life? Who am I? What's my meaning? What's my purpose in my life? Don't keep trying to push forward. Turn back to where you come from, to who you are. And from there, God will show you the way forward. From who he has made you to be, he will lead you forward into your life. This is the gift of our faith. That we don't have to determine who we are by our individuality by standing out from everyone else, by establishing ourselves by our words, by our actions, by our deeds. We are who we are because of who we are to God. And from that gift, from that assurance, from that truth, we move forward in faith. So that just like John, who was chosen by God while still in his mother's womb, given a name that tells him of who he is and shapes who he is, he could live out his life that God has chosen for him. And it's the same gift that God desires for each one of us.